It's time for the Slick Show. A wannabe radio star with an hour to kill. He's got pop culture, politics, and the Florida man. He'll cover it all. It's the Slick Show. Wow. I wish we were a show that made stupid, crusty virgins feel smart. Dirty thoughts, stupid songs, and a head so shiny he doubles as a disco ball in his free time. You think I wouldn't rather be living nude in the forest like some ancient pagan? It's your host, Slick. That's right. It's a titular Slick. (laughs) Titular. Still the best word out there. Oh... I am back Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 to 9.30. You can always find me, Slick, at The Slick Show here on Twitch. Replays over on YouTube. Make sure if you're watching me on YouTube by chance, hey, do me a favor. Like, subscribe. Don't have to worry about hitting no bell. Don't comment. Just at least throw me a subscribe. Do do, do a guy a favor. Weird show today. Uh, I did find some pop culture things. I actually had this story I was thinking about talking about. It was about... Uh, scientists over in one of the uh, European countries have found this fungus that'll make flies perform necrophilia. It's It was a really weird story. I was like, oh, man, that's actually kind of funny. And then I grabbed some uh, some pop culture. There was um, Kyle Rittenhouse stuff. I, I just, I, I'd rather stay off of that. I have my personal beliefs on it. I, I honestly think it's self-defense. I don't think he should have been there in the first place. I think... Um, he shouldn't have carried a gun across state lines. There's a lot of things to it. And then there was uh, other stuff. But then I started thinking about it. I was just got back from drill weekend. Um, I am a member of the Florida Army National Guard. And I spend all this what we do every we get one week in a month, two weeks a year. Sometimes it's more than that. It all depends. Uh, we're in what's called a reset year, which means that we're building back up to better things. And we are, so our, our drills are kind of low key and relaxed. Now I, um, had a lot of things happen this weekend, even though I didn't do a whole lot, I was still doing quite a bit. Uh, I, we have our annual, we have an annual rating that we as leaders have to have, whether you're an officer or an NCO, I'm an NCO, I'm an E6, a staff sergeant in the Florida army national guard. Uh, and I had to do my annual report, so or my annual rating. So I was sat there with my platoon sergeant, drinking a drinking a drinky drink, <laughs> and uh, filling out my report. Welcome to the chat, viewer. I appreciate you coming in and listening to me. Oh, but that's that's not the only thing that happened this weekend, and some weird stuff. We'll talk about some stuff that's kind of gone on in the National Guard that I think just kind of like been on the top of my mind lately because I've had other soldiers come to me with questions, and the first thing is. If you're looking at the title of tonight's episode, um, I have I, I've just been given my my first female soldier. Now I've worked with female soldiers. Um, I actually one of my friends in the guard. She is our admin NCO now, and she is we we've known each other for quite some time. We've been uh, we've been peers for quite a while. So it's not like I haven't been peered or subordinate. Of, I've just never had a soldier that directly comes to me. And so this is, is a whole new experience. I've always been with dudes, even when I was on the support side and I was, a, I was like the squad leader for our, our for our section. Um, there was, 
not a whole lot. I think I had like one female that would just kind of bounce in and out. She just liked what I had to say. But she wasn't mine. She was actually a fueler. She's uh, she's a really cool girl. So now, uh, now I, I, I've been given the soldier, and it opens up a realm, uh, a whole new world of opportunities as me to grow as a leader. It's something. Uh, this is going to be kind of more of a philosophical episode as we talk about the things that kind of go that have been going through my mind that goes with this. Now the soldier. I absolutely think the world of her right now. I just within a few minutes, uh, with a little bit of time, she was. They transferred her in at the last like thirty seconds of like the drill weekend, and I say thirty seconds, and it was probably like the last like few hours, and she was dropped on my plate. Um, and she wasn't really like, and that's not like it's a bad thing. When I say she was dropped on my plate, she wasn't. Um, she wasn't. Like, it, it wasn't a bad thing. The idea behind her moving into my squad is the idea that she wants to go... Uh, she wants to go to the officer corps. She wants to be an artillery officer, which is admirable. And I want her... I would... If that's what she wants to do, I'm going to make sure that her path is set and we are going to get her there. But... They moved another soldier out of my section to give her the chance to be around the gun so she can kind of get like some firsthand experience. Now, I've got three highly competent, highly qualified NCOs that work for me. And an NCO, for those of you who are maybe not too, who are just turning in, uh, is a non commissioned officer. We are the backbone of the army. We are absolutely um, the blood. They say the backbone. I think we're, we're more vital than a backbone because you can, you can, get fused and vertebrate and you lose a bone almost you'll be all right you know you lose the blood we're done you're done and the ncos are definitely the the lifeline of the army we we make things happen um so i have three competent ncos uh that i think are going to do well in this position that i can i can tell them i i give them my standards hey this is what i expect out of you make sure that they're that they understand what i expect out of you is what you expect out of them you can always do, uh, you can always, if my standard is to do 60 and you're doing 70, you've met my standard, but you set your standard higher. That means we're doing your standard. So now we've gotten her in here and it throws a big wrench in my plan because I, and this is honestly a failure of my leadership skills. Now I've known a little bit about like the changes and things that are going on with, especially like with having females. Uh, in combat arms. It's honestly not new anymore. It's been out for several years. Uh, we're we're starting to really see an influx of them in here now that we're getting, um, th that they're being more prevalent. I haven't seen so much on the infantry side and then in the Florida Guard. It doesn't mean they're not there. We have two infantry battalions and the one unit that we're like, that I see more often, I haven't seen many females. Oh, uh, but in the artillery, however, here in the guard, uh, it is. Now, actually, the you want to talk about females in the National Guard uh, firing battery chief. Right, it was, I didn't even think it was mentioned her. Uh, Orlando. This is a big story when it came out, and... It's absolutely amazing thing, and if she ever actually listens, 
this is this is my aunt right here. She's the first female field artillery commander in the state of Florida. This is her battery, Bravo battery. That's her handing it off with the with the brigade commander. Um, this would be her. Yes, um, I'm trying to think of how the how the formation set. This is ceremonies change of command ceremony. So there there have been. Um, there have been fe uh, females are now. I like that. That's the goddamn quote they grabbed from. They could have been, but they could have done a better job. If I was the PAO. Uh, this wouldn't be half the problem. Anyway, there's females in the firing battery world. All right, they're here. There, uh, there was already a female first female section chief. I'm not sh too sure about her. I don't know a whole lot about her story. Ain't that worried about her? Uh, then we have a new section chief in our battery, the first female firing section chief of Charlie Battery to the 116th uh, Field Artillery is my friend. Uh, I'm not going to name her name. I don't really, I, it's, I'm going to protect her privacy. Um, and that's a good thing that, I, that they're there. Uh, what, we, what we see and we kind of saw, like as soon as we set up the battery, uh, a friend of mine, and I'm not going to mention his name either, we were looking at something when we set up the battery, we had quite a few females. Uh, actually, we only had two. Uh, think about it. We only had two. Now we have like, I want to say we have like six, seven in the battery. And they're all highly capable, highly capable soldiers. Uh, we have the youngest E5 probably in the brigade. Uh, she is in our FDC section. She is an outstanding uh, soldier and NCO. She is going to do great things in her career. I know it. I've seen the way she operates, how, and she's very good at her job, uh, the, the people that are in here. But when we set this firing battery up, they decided to take their focus and move it all onto them. So they, out, they already kind of like ignored us as setting up this firing battery again, and but they drew, drew the focus just on these girls. And these females that we had, they weren't like, oh, well, the... Well, thanks for the follow, comrade 7654... Comrade, I appreciate you. Um, but we, so we have these females now. Uh, they they didn't want the attention, but everything was a driving the attention, and people were 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 sitting there saying things that oh now they're gonna get the special treatment, they're gonna get the promotions, and that's not true at all. You don't get promoted in this battery. No problem, just out here showing love to the vets. Well, I appreciate you, bud. Hey, come by anytime, man. Um. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This was just this was a weird show. This one isn't usually military related, but it was just something that um that's it happened over the weekend. I got my first female soldier. I'm a firing battery section chief. I'm in the artillery. And it's weird because it's never it's something that's never happened to me before. And we've had females in our firing battery before, but it's nothing like this. I um uh, I'm having to do a lot of research and I, I and I'm hoping somebody's going to watch this video, maybe go watch the replay over on YouTube and they're going to be able to go, Hey, well, you know, maybe you're going to want to do this. Um, the one thing I can tell you that I've learned about the, how the biggest thing I, I know that I'm going to handle all of this is I'm actually going to do something that I think gets over a lot of people. And I actually have a clip from a guy that did his TikTok video. Uh, something I've been telling my soldiers is, is we got to counsel them. Right, they absolutely have to be counseling. Smoke sessions—they don't teach anybody anything. In fact, all it does is push your soldier away. Now, I think there's still a, a, a the corrective action is a big thing 
that we that we need still in the military. It's a, it's a very important thing that I think that helps out. Sometimes if you just put them in the front lean and rest for a little bit, they kind of go, all right, I messed up. Now, if they're down there for an hour, that's when you have a problem. There's no reason a soldier should be in the front lean and rest, which for those of you who may not know, that's the push-up position. Uh, they should not be in the push-up push up position probably for no more than five minutes. After five minutes, that's excessive. All right, they get the point. Their arms are already going to be a little smoked from just being there for a little bit. They're going to, that's it. The counseling, I think, is the greatest thing. Or what I'm hearing, I agree from my sister. I appreciate that. Like, that's the thing. A lot of these guys, they go absolutely wild. I have guys in my battery that just, they, it turns into this whole workout routine that you would see at like CrossFit. And you're like, Jesus, dude, you're going to hurt this guy. Um, the counseling, like most of them fail at the first part because you have to let down your standards. If you don't set down your standards, uh, and by the way, comrade, what did you, who, uh, what was your rank and what did you do in the army? And we're going to answer back to you here in a bit. Um, the counseling is, or if any, even if you're not even the army or the Navy, I know a bit of the Navy ranks. I know all the Marine ones, air force. Yeah. You're, you're screwed on that one. I, <laughs> you're going to have to explain that one to me. Um, we, the counseling form is your best friend as a leader and it actually is anything. Now there's no such thing as a negative counseling. Absolutely. I hate that thing. And when somebody says, Oh, we're going to negatively counsel you. I've had commanders tell me that first sergeants, first sergeant show me in the regulations where it says that there's a negative counseling. All right. This is developmental counseling. It says so right on top of the counseling form. What type of counseling is it going to be? There's no such thing as a negative. I'll go look it up. I hate when people say that because when, because it, all it's done is brought this stigma out there that anytime a soldier gets counseled, it's a bad thing, but it's not. All right. I counsel my soldiers. They get an initial counseling. And then about every three months, give or take time, it's hard in the national guard. I give them a chance to, you know, we go back in, Hey man, this is what, uh, this is what I've seen over the last few months. Here's what we want to work on. Uh, I, my E fives have to be counseled like this. So when I go to write their evaluation reports at the, at their end, at their yearly counseling, that they are, uh, served since 98, still active. I'm an, oh, you, you're a W2. I'm always a special forces weapon sergeant. Oh, kick ass, man. That's awesome. Oh, man. Congrats on that one. It's a special forces. You guys, the training that you guys do, I've seen, um, I've had a few friends, the Florida, uh, one of my soldiers, uh, he went to compete as our best warrior competition last year. He was doing the, the selections process for Florida. Like I, even in my fittest state, like that, what, what you guys do on all that, that's pretty crazy. But served since 98. So, man, you're close to retirement. If you're, well, if you want to retire, I don't know. That's That one's on you. You probably got a really kick-ass job. You don't want to leave. But the counseling form, uh, as a leader, absolutely as a leader, you you want to do this. Great as hell. Hey, welcome to the chat, Ashley Bot. I, uh, uh, Ashley Abbott. Uh, the training is hell, but you can even make better friends than anyone else because of Hey, I, no, thank you for, uh, your appreciation. You're not leaving until they drag you out. I, I don't blame you. Um, I, it's the way it's Abbott, uh, the name is Abbott, but a, but wow. Oh, okay. I, I like, I'm terrible at reading these names, but I appreciate your, your thanks. Uh, I appreciate you thinking for me, Ashley. I, I really do. Um, and you can stick around and hear what I got to say. It's, it's. 
my my show's really not usually about this. I'm usually hitting on pop culture, different stories, but this one is like I said, this is a weekend story that that came up that I uh I, okay. I know you read that wrong again. So let me try this. Uh, the last name is Abbott, not Abbott. Oh, uh, Abbott. Er, a- okay, I-, I got a friend. Like Justin Abbott, I like that, right? <laughs> I'm. Hey, look. This is why I'm in the artillery. I'm a knuckle dragon. Uh, this is I'm also why I'm not an officer of any sorts, because if they ask me to read, we, we're going to be here for a little bit. Oh, man. Actually, don't ask me to write. I can read. I can't write. I, uh, I write for a radio station. You know about the crazy Veterans Day in Orlando? Actually, I didn't. Uh, no, if you want to tell me about it, you have to look that up. All right, let me, let me pull that up real quick. And Veterans Day event. I work a look at that. They got the Veterans Day parade. I'm well. I'll actually be in Orlando that day. Um, maybe I'll go. I, I've got the big parade there. I see. Uh, all I'm seeing right there is the event. I'll I'll be there actually that day. Oh, uh, I our our military ball is coming up. Google Barstool Sports Veteran Day party. Oh, that's where. Yeah, Barstool Sports. A buddy of mine try uh was telling me about that. I think. Veterans Day party. Man, I didn't realize that those guys were. Hey, well, all right, I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. I work, uh, well, uh, maybe I'll check it out Thursday because I'll actually be in the Orlando area in Thursday. I, um, I, uh, Colorado, they, they, I hear that, I know that they're, they're interviewing the crazy friends. <laughs> they're, uh, they're, they're big in New York. I think they're trying to move out of the, like kind of the area, the Barstool Sports guys. I met, um, I met one of their dudes a couple years ago. I work in radio and broadcasting over here in Tampa, Florida. And I've met some of these different broadcasters doing crazy events, so it's crazy uh, what you can get into. So I may have to go go find that out because I'll be there Thursday. Our our military ball, our annual military ball, is this weekend, and that's where I plan on being. Uh, we're going to be there from Thursday to Saturday or Sunday. It's a little vacation for me. But um, back to the, back to the topic again. Mike Mike Busey throws the party there for instance. Ten years of this. Me, I'm not from New York. No, I've I'm from Florida. I just know of people from uh from New York. I I've been to New York multiple times. I actually like uh, a little bit of upstate New York City. I actually enjoyed the Bronx. I love riding through the Bronx, like some of the highways that take you through there. Ah, free strippers. All right, so let me tell you about me and strippers. Free bo- uh, free food, free booze, free haircuts. I'm bald. I don't need the haircut, but I'll take the free food and free booze all day. And free strippers. I worked for the Bubba the Love Sponge show for about six, seven years, and I have had my hands filled with strippers. I have seen more strippers than anything. Free carnival rides is mansion. Are you the Adirondack region? It's not bad. I like the Adirondacks. Those were pretty cool. Like, honestly... If I could live somewhere that was like remote, I would go to the, either the Adirondacks or closer just to like Maine, almost into the Canada region. I love that area. It was beautiful. You guys are very good at getting me sidetracked. I'm sorry. I'm terrible at this. 
Tampa, Florida is the sex capital of the country. Did not know that. I know we um I know St. Petersburg is the has the uh second highest gay population in the entire state of Florida. Those uh one of my buddies reminds me of that every year when he goes to the Pride Parade. He's like, yo, we're the biggest guys, or not in the country, in the state of Florida. I feel personal attacks. Ooh, ah, there's no no personal attacks there. Tampa, Florida is so cool. I, I love Tampa. Tampa, St. Peter, absolutely probably one of the nicest areas in Florida. Um, it's very low key and relaxed. Like you can actually enjoy it, it, it's you can enjoy just about everything. Everything that you would want from anywhere else in Florida can be found here in Tampa. You have um multiculturals of food. You know, party might say is a porn star friend. Better new one. I feel like I feel like this is a. I'm all alone, never had a girlfriend, and never had to pay, pay for it. Eh. I. Alrighty then, with the free blowjob. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my girlfriend would not be happy about getting a free blowjob. Last shown. Oh, man. There's nothing anymore that I can see that has ever been. Um, I'll definitely to go check the event out. Like if I, I'm, there's no reason I can't. It's like four days of vacation that I can. There, you don't have to get a blowjob. I don't have to give a blowjob, or nor do I have to give. Eh, we'll get, we'll leave it right there. Anyway, um, the splash zone. Like when I think of that, I like I have been part of Bubba the Love Sponge show, and then eventually I'm gonna do my best to to rail it back into the National Guard thing because this thing got out of hand quickly. Uh, so. I've seen, I like, I, I'm going to pull it. Like, I, I have it, like, here. Yeah, free blowjobs. I'll, uh, it's, it's on my things to do. I don't know, um, uh, I don't know what's, uh, how Twitch or when I post this to YouTube at the, at the end. All right, all right, all right. It's like 11 minutes. There's no way I'm going to be able to watch that before. I'm I'm gonna watch it. I, I'm gonna watch it, and then Wednesday, I'll, if you guys are back on Wednesday, we'll talk about it Wednesday. All right. So make sure that you guys come back on Wednesday. Thanks for the follow too. I forgot to uh, mention that Ashley. I appreciate that. So anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm distracted. Female soldier. Uh, she's the first female soldier in the National Guard. The big thing is the counseling. Now I really do want to play this video though that I do have a buddy of mine showed me. Uh, actually one of my soldiers showed me because I preach the usefulness of counseling reports and how they're helpful and they're kind of like a cover your ass, but they also set your standards. And if you ever work at a job, this is something big. So we're going to actually just do the whole screen. Oh, calm down there, private. We don't do smoking sessions in the United States Army anymore. That's a thing of the past. Instead, we do counseling statements. So much easier. I mean, seriously, I got a shit ton on my laptop. All I got to do is copy and paste your information what the fuck you did wrong and just give it to you along with corrective measures befitting of the crime you committed. But if that's not enough, go ahead and establish that pattern of misconduct in a set period of time. I'll provide three more counseling statements as which you just opened the floodgates for me to recommend something called an Article 15. Sorry, Munger, what's an Article 15? Corrective measures to ensure that that soldier don't fuck up again. What could happen if he gets an Article 15? Depends on the level. Could be summarized. 
Could be company. Could be field grade. All I know is I could take anywhere up to 7 to 45 days of your own personal goddamn time making you do all kinds of crazy details. Hell, I could recommend a motion. Because obviously, me verbally telling you things and providing corrective measures ain't working. Let me go ahead and take your time and your fucking money. Maybe then you'll fucking learn. Don't you think that's excessive? Like, taking this money? Nope, it's not a goddamn problem. Don't care if he's married, got kids or not. Fucking outline that shit in the counseling statements. Fucking sat down with his ass. Told him like, hey, if you keep fucking up, your ass gonna have a lot less money in your account. How you gonna provide for yourself and your family? Didn't learn, so fuck it. Max. But hey, don't worry, private. I don't, I, I don't know if that guy's an actual E7 or not, but he, he, the way he's talking, this kind of mannerisms actually treats it like he. I haven't, uh, Stuart Co. Black. It's a shared video on Facebook. I haven't been able to like dig into him. Um, I know a lot of these guys that are doing these military videos on TikTok. Some of them are getting absolutely hammered. Actually, one of my buddies, one of my friends from my my deployment, uh, my second deployment to uh, Africa, terrible deployment by the way. He actually makes videos uh and he's actually a pretty big uh national uh, army uh national guard you guys may have seen this guy uh for anybody who follows uh stuff like that yeah no i'll uh i'll definitely put that out uh in my facebook actually here in a bit uh, but this guy right here uh he makes a lot of videos and stuff like that. he started out as a flight attendant uh he used to deploy anywhere fun i was in afghanistan afghanistan was my favorite i've deployed to afghanistan and africa um, Africa, not as, uh, yeah, no, this, I, I was, uh, I was o overseas on my last, uh, yeah, I, he left, I, I think he got let go during the thing, but, uh, hold on, let me, this is my Facebook, by the way, you can come find me, friend request me, and I'll, where these weird tangents go, uh, that was, actually, that was not him, but this was at, at last deployment. Ah, here, right here. All right, this is him right here. Same guy. Yep, this guy. This guy. Yep, and that guy. So, same guy, right? Now, uh, he makes a bunch of videos. I, I recommend following his channel. He's a lot, uh, a lot cooler. Like he does stuff all the time, and he kind of, uh, he he breaks down some of even the things that are happening in the army. And I, I wish him the best and hope the stuff. So he does stuff, and they actually got a some kind of big deal going on with uh, with the National Guard, like the public affairs. Last I heard, somebody was like reached out to him in the public affairs just to kind of like do stuff for uh, the Florida Guard. So these guys, um, so totally distracted and off topic. So these guys do um, do these uh, videos and stuff like that, and they sometimes get in trouble. Like there was the one, the girl that. The E6 that was like, oh, you think you're going to take on America? Are you going to take on the U.S. Army? And she got slammed. You got the the Marine that was slammed. He kind of got off in a sec. Uh, sec actually, the GOP is kind of like coming out, coming to help him get an honorable discharge. I, what I, That Marine commander, uh, being as a military leader myself, I, he said the same thing that a lot of us were thinking. Afghanistan, Iraq, and Southern Africa. I've never been to Southern Africa. I never went to Iraq. Like I said, Afghanistan. The thing. I always. I wouldn't mind going to Iraq, but I loved Afghanistan. I wish, absolutely wish, you could go to Afghanistan without people wanting to kill you. It's a very beautiful country. Outside the kind of like the more poverty areas, the mountains out there are gorgeous, absolutely insane 
absolutely beautiful how these uh, how these mountains are. I'm um, I've, I've always been impressed, and I, I think back to them all the time. I was in uh, Kandahar, Leatherneck, and Delaram. We actually tore Delaram down top to bottom a couple months. It was a great time. But this uh, it's it's always a good. It's always a good time to like reminiscing on deployments. Like I really wish I could, I I, I could go back. Facebook, yeah, no, I got him. I pulled him up uh, there on my phone. I just I don't, uh, radio guy. And when I'm on air and stuff like that, until the light, until the on air light goes off, uh, I don't I don't usually sit on my phone because normally I'm a producer. So I'm more behind the scenes. This is me kind of working, getting my chops in and stuff like that. I. I'm a voice talent for uh, overnights on the on the the show that's up in the background on the weekends. But I'm I'm like I said, I worked for a, a big time radio show back here in the area a long time ago. So when I get off the air, which will be here in like about two minutes, the show's only thirty minutes. I try not to run this thing long. And so, like I said, Wednesday, come on back. We'll talk about your barstool sports. Uh, we may run into each other if you're there. Um, the takeaways from all this. Uh, I don't normally do a wrap-up, but I'm coming to a close, and I, I, I got so distracted. I love talking with people about the military. Like, I really do. Uh, I don't – I try to keep my military life and my regular life like two separate entities, like what I do on radio, what I do on military, and then everything else. But to wrap it all up with all this stuff that's coming down, like being uh, working with female soldiers is going to be new to me. It's a new experience. Um, how do you guys survive that without women? Just be hard. No pun intended. Uh, no, there's actually more women out there on the, on post, uh, foreign nationals were my, my ticket to my, my ticket to that. And then also Facebook, uh, Tumblr was still a big thing with the porn back then. So you had that. And then on my second deployment, um, the Navy chicks, uh, everybody was trying to like sleep with the three girls in one infantry battalion. And so people were like, Oh, let's just follow them. And I was like, but there's all these women over here never had a female it's 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 doesn't it's not so much as it bugs me we're actually gonna hold on we're gonna we're gonna put a pause on this because i, I kind of want to talk about that real quick when you hear that music I, it's usually my music to say hey i'm um uh it's it's my wrap-up music business 30 seconds over porn yeah so actually tumblr back in the original days used to have porn and we used to do reddit too uh but it, it's not that it bugs me it's just a new experience because you know I've known everything about how to be a guy in the military. Absolutely. I've always been able to go in and go, hey, this is what I, uh... yes, Fleshlight was important. My medic had one on, the, on my last deployment. Or not my last deployment, my first deployment. It was funny. Because um, <laughs> he had a Hannah Montana blanket. And so whenever you, whenever you had the Hannah Montana blanket up, you knew it was that. And there's a story behind that. We'll may tell that story on, uh, on Wednesday. But, yeah, no, my my medic. We have docs over there. Like uh, he was, he was a good dude. He had a Hannah Montana blanket. He was uh, he was a funny dude. I, I miss I miss him. He was the funniest medic I've ever had. But female soldiers don't bug me. They are. It's a new world. It's it's a new challenge that I'm coming into that I don't. Uh, it's yeah, smart one to have one. I I guess. But um, female soldiers don't bother me. They they really, they never have. There's been a couple of them that have been trouble, but I've always I always say this that if you just stay away from them for the most part, the ones that are causing trouble, you're gonna do yourself a lot more favors. The moment you 
give in to their to to the trouble that surrounds them, it, it happens. Like the, there was a big issue when we first got females into the battalion. Um, some troubles they cause. There's the there's the there's the actual cl the cl the false. Th this isn't the ones that I, the trouble isn't. And this is going to sound harsh at first, and I'll explain what it means. So in the Army, we have the Sexual Harassment Assault Rape Prevention Program, SHARP program. It's a very important program. It's helped cut down a lot on the military sexual assault. At least that's what the studies say, and it's a great thing. Sexual assault is a very terrible thing. Now, women found out, and there are some men that I've out, I have seen out there that have abused this policy um, because they use it to scorn people. Uh, see the fleshlight. So fleshlight would solve that issue. Uh, no, actually, no. Fleshlights wouldn't solve that issue. Here's why, and I'm gonna uh, I'll, I'll break it down this way. Fleshlights don't solve that issue because uh, there's nothing that beats the real thing. All right, uh, dudes can beat off all the time. A anyway, they use the they use the sharp policy to scorn these guys, ruin their careers, and things like that. And the guys put themselves in that situation for being around it. And you you can get the vibe if you know something shady. Stay away from it. Absolutely. Uh, and it left a stain for future females coming through this profession, the combat arms, because now people are sitting there and they're like, oh, well, now we got to you got to you just don't want to be around or don't go around there. And it's not that at all, because now you're ostracizing them. You're not treating them fair and equal. You're treating them like objects. And it's stupid, terrible thing to do. But it's because of bad apples spoiled the bunch. And the same thing goes for dudes. Absolutely. There have been uh, false claims of dudes that are trying to get rid of guys uh, for the promotions that they went through, they went in and they staged a lot of things. Surprised. Fleshlights could talk. There would be a lot of things. Oh man. The the overall the overall that comes out of this is yeah. I'm excited to have this for you. There's a lot of learning that I've got to do. Even as an E6, I know a lot. I know I know my I'm a steward of my profession. I'm absolutely capable of doing the things that I need to do to make sure that my gun fire safes. Also, that is actually true, but there's also ones that'll do it just to get out of the pre-deployment phase. Uh, guy, the, girl, the females that are in the unit and stuff like that, that um, we don't want to treat them like objects. We want to make sure, I have to get into it. It's not your fault, Ashley, but it's my fault. I'm ADHD. I appreciate your comments. I, I really do appreciate you guys talking to you too, comrade. I, I hope you guys come back again, sit in for the conversation. Now, there's been that stain, and it's hurting. It's hurting their. Uh, it's hurting their. The rec I, I guess the records, not so much as their records and stuff like that. Um, it, it's hurting their chances. I appreciate that. Thank you. Both of you guys, I really do. Um, it's hurting their... Hurting them being in the military. So now you're going to hear the stories of people that don't think they could. Like the females that won the Rangers. There's people out there saying they're low in their standards. I don't know. I haven't been able... I haven't gone and asked the questions that I... I, I nobody, I think, is lowering the standards. I think people are just surprised when the standards are... Uh, and they, they're trying to go with the easiest answer, but I don't think that's it. And the easiest answer truly is, is that these people are doing these great things. And I want to see, I just don't want to see people get hurt. All right. As an NCO, my job is to protect the safety of my troops. 
Um, I have gone almost like I've gotten almost UCMJ uh, uniform code of message, Article 15s, everything um, for standing up for the guy for the Joes. That's my job as a leader. Uh, that's that's the issues I have with a lot of leadership in the military right now. That's that Marine commander. Uh, he was standing up for his soldiers. He, he I don't know what connection he truly had to the guys that were lost overseas in the attack, but he deserve uh, everything that he he has gotten. He didn't deserve. He he was asking. We as leaders need to be able to. This fer- this female in my ba- fi- my f- that's now in my section. I'm stoked to have her. Um, no, no, women don't. Women are actually pretty good in the combat arms profession. They actually provide a they provide insight where where men overlap. Um, women. Personally, the Green Beret training has, uh, has lessened a tiny bit since I was there, but I would never blame uh, blame female soldiers. I I think I think and comrades comrades kind of got that kind of points into that that you know you're right. Uh, it's not lessened for the females. I don't think the I think the females could do it, and I don't think the training's lessened. Or uh, the uh, sorry, not to disagree with you. I actually agree with you. I think the training's lessened, but I think it's lessened and probably not in a good way either. I think. Changing it to match more modern warfare would be a thing. Obviously, we're not doing the same things we were doing back in the days of like World War II. And so the why are we why would we still fight that? Oh, like they're still doing trench warfare. It was only in recent years, in the last 20 years, that we started realizing that we needed soldiers to learn how to clear buildings. We had to change that. The, the, the doctor needs to train. We still need to hold certain standards. Um, the laxing of our uniform and military standards is kind of like creating some of these issues that we're, we're allowing soldiers, we you know, oh, well, all these hairstyles and stuff like that. Uh, we need definitions. Uh, and not to call them out, but the Sergeant Major of the Army, I have an issue. Because instead of setting out the standards, he's just throwing this out. And when they called the Sergeant Major out on it, he put out this video that went on U.S. Army what-the-fuck moments. He was like, oh, well, you're just hating on this, this. And he gave a very, like, one-sided political answer. I was like, no, Sergeant Major, you... We're expecting you to lead us and set the standards and tell us what the standards are. And you decided not to. And not only that. I against you. <laughs> it's not so much as the hairstyles. Um, a lot. So the, the changes came out earlier in the year. They allowed women to do more. And a lot of people were mad because they it was all about the women. And it's. And there were some changes that were honestly needed, like out in the field, uh, buns are buns are very high, unhygienic out in the field. It, it locks in a lot of like sweat, moisture, and, and grossness. So they're like, "Hey, look, wear ponytails out in the field," and he overlooked issues that male soldiers wanted. So he only catered to one side of the fighting force, which honestly, nothing against women here. They're less, they're a less, a smaller percent of the fighting force than men. Fact. Yeah, that's yeah. Those are. Ooh. I there's a you can look this one up before I get off on that tangent. There's actually hygiene issues that that are stated with that. I was a CSM. I just wished I could become near. So not like him. I like I this one. I haven't really had a whole lot to say. Uh, man, there's actually a few guys that uh that are military related that do get sponsored by Manscaped. But this this arm major, I've I've not been impressed with, and I think a lot of that's the current po- political state of the nation, and it goes beyond. Um, it goes beyond red and blue, uh, all the way around. I, it, it's more of, you know, 
when you, somebody somebody was explaining it to me to be E6 to be from E6 to E7, I have to start getting political. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't mind being a little political, shaking the right hands, but it, as long as it doesn't come to the cost of my soldiers, absolutely it cannot come at the cost of my soldiers. They 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 are the priority. Um, and it's funny because when you look at the NCO creed, every every NCO usually picks one line. And the soldiers, they're probably, uh, I want to make sure I'm saying the line right. Absolutely. Uh, my two basic responsibilities will always be uppermost in my mind, accomplishment of my mission and the welfare of my soldiers. We absolutely, full officer after my ranks because full officers, that's it. It really is. Once you get past uh, once you get past first lieutenant, that's all it all it boils down to. It's who you juck and jive with, who because right? the, the people that write you. Hell, even honestly, even as an E five, it's very political. It sucks because when they, you're sitting there, if you're not uh, brothers, yeah, they do. It, absolutely, the people left and right to me, my brothers, my sisters, everybody in the army, they absolutely uh, mean the most to me. Because I am nothing without them. I'm me all day. But when it comes to the Army, I fire the M777A2 howitzer. It's a gun that requires at least seven people to fire uh, safely, uh, actively and safely to sustain the two, uh, the one, uh, the two rounds per minute fire. Um, without, I am number seven. Right? I'm number seven. I'm there to, to verify data. I make sure that all the information that we're getting ready to do is correct, not correct. Now we will not fire, but I can't fire that gun by myself. I could, but it's it's going to take me more than a minute to load that to do everything because it's um because of it, of how it is. And I, I implore you guys to Google that the M triple seven A two howitzer. Press it's the most impressive piece of artillery the army has. Uh, I know a lot of people like the Paladin. It's just a a long range tank. That's cool. But I am nothing without my soldiers. This new soldier is going to be a challenge. This is a, honestly probably the longest episode I've done in a long time. Wow. Uh, my soldiers are the absolute for, uh, foremost in my mind. Everything that I do is always them. I'm going to accomplish the mission. Hands down. Uh, we will get the mission done. I appreciate you guys tuning in. We will be ending this here. It, it, this usually is a 30-minute show. Um, it's... It's fun. I love it. Like I said, I do cover like pop culture, different things that you can go check older episodes. I, I employ you to. Uh, but I will continue this. We'll call it a military week because in honor of Veterans Day, this is military week. We will uh, do another military show. Um, okay. Also, uh, no, that didn't last past like the day one. I'll be honest. Oh. The M777AA2, man. It's, I, I love the, I love the triple seven. All right, you guys. been listening to I'll the Radio Slick Show. Catch us live every Friday, 9 to 10, over on twitch.tv forward slash Radio Slick, where we take your comments live. Or catch the replays over on YouTube at The Radio Slick Show. If you're listening to this on podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, share with your friends. Make sure everybody around knows that you've been listening to The Radio Slick Show. And as always, keep on rocking.